should take a couple shots before we get started with the podcast. Okay. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Black and Behind the Scenes. It's been a long time. It has been a long time. We missed you guys. And Brittany, I missed you too. I know, I know, I know. I was about to bust out into a rap. I was going to say, it's been a long time. Hey! We should have left you. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, (laughs) that was just my little skills. That was off the dome. Nice. I like it. That just got me pumped. I'm still looking for other views. But yeah, no, it has been a long time. What have you been up to? Uh, Nothing. Just working, enjoying the little bit of nice weather we've had here and there. Touch and go, you know. I Um, sat out on the mall area, the National Mall the other day, and just read a book and just enjoy the warm weather really so, nice yeah oh gosh yeah i just can't wait till it's consistent and then we just you know keep with it and yes, enjoy please. every day every weekend will be a great weekend consistency please yes. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah guys so like we said we've missed you but we're gonna jump right back on in like we never left so yep. um that's what we're gonna do yeah so first up the industry rundown um, Michaela Cole. Um, she's from Chewing Gum. Are you familiar with that series? Yes, Brittany? I love. I love, her I love too. that show. It's funny. It's super her. funny. It is super super funny. Well, her and John Goodman. Um, anybody who remembers him from Roseanne, and not the current Roseanne. We're talking about throwback back in the day Roseanne. Well, he's on the current Roseanne. He is, but we don't like that Roseanne currently. Okay, <laughs> I don't know about you, but that I'm not messing with. I like the like back John in the day. Goodman. We like John. We, Goodman. Uh, yeah, I love John Goodman. Yeah. yeah, I really love him. Um, but they are currently um starring in a Netflix special that's com that's combining with um Netflix and BBC. It's going to be a drama called Black Earth Rising. And it's about a woman, which will be played by Michaela, who was rescued as a child during Rwanda, the genocide. Mm. And as an adult, she takes on prosecuting um, the military. <laughs> Let me not mess this name up. <laughs> um, the militia leaders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's enough. That's, you got the it. Militia, militia leaders. leaders. Yes. All of them. <laughs> yes, taking them on. So... Um, if you guys remember the movie Rwanda, I don't know yeah. if you watched it. Hotel Rwanda, Hotel yeah. Rwanda mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so that kind of like gave me a backstory of what that the the basis of that would be on and where the direction of that they may take this um film and um I'm really excited for it. Cool, yeah. Um, yeah. So up next also is Love Is, which is a new series that will be released by OWN, is gonna be a one hour drama set in the nineties in LA. Um, that follows a couple together, um, which will be coming out July 19th at 10 p.m. So that's something else to be looking out for, um, with OWN. Is this a Tyler Perry thing? No. Okay, good. It's not. (laughs) It is not a Tyler Perry show. I actually have to, gosh, I feel horrible for not having a freaking person's name. But, um, no, it has nothing to do with Tyler Perry. Okay, okay, okay. okay. No, this is actually something, like, decent. Okay, okay. Well, we're looking forward to that. Love. Um, Own has good programming, even it including does. some Tyler Perry stuff. So, um, we're looking forward to that because, you know, they have Queen Sugar on there. And hopefully, it's mm-hmm. somewhat as good as Queen Sugar. Yes. Um, Maria Brock Ali, the woman who brought you girlfriends, being Mary Jane, and Black Lightning. 
is oh, doing the, the show. Oh, the Mara Brocka kill. Okay, yes. cool, cool. All right. She's mm-hmm. out here doing her thing. Yeah, she is. Dang. She's hustling. Okay. And getting this, getting this money. All right. <laughs> I don't blame you. Let's go. All right. So the next um show coming up, well, not really a show, but I found it to be interesting that Bento Box Entertainment and they are the creators of Bob's Burgers, which I freaking love the anime series. It's funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. Funny. I love that family. Um, they're actually developing, producing short, um, short form series for digital and social platforms such as Facebook and YouTube, which I found interesting because this kind of knocks to how the industry is moving and the direction yep. that we're going into, people. Yep. I want you guys to pay attention to what's going on. So Bento Box, like I said, the creators of Bob Burgers, which normally do long, that does long format television for Fox, um, the big platforms, uh, Adult Swim, Comedy Central, like all the big platforms, they're now switching and going online to Facebook Watch and YouTube to create short format content. Mm -hmm. And with that being said, if it's a hit on Facebook and YouTube, they're going to turn it into long format series on television. Interesting. Which I find a little backwards because right. if it hits online, then just let it stay online and grow its platform. Yeah. Why would you try to then take that content and turn it into something else on television? Right, because normally it would be the the other way, right? So right. Like, if you put something out on network TV and it doesn't get the ratings um, mm-hmm. and the advertising dollars, then you can submit it digitally, right? And then you can get your niche audience with that. Right. But this seems to be going a little bit backwards, which... Is like you said, it's on trend of what we're seeing. A lot of um, mm-hmm. big big networks um, exclusively making content for the web only. Yeah, um, for platforms such as YouTube and Facebook and you know things and Hulu and stuff like that. So it, it's interesting to see um, how this is going to work out. Yeah, it is interesting. I'm not sure what I mean. I, like I said, I would think that they would start out on television and expand into the digital platforms um, sphere or just stay on the digital platform sphere mm-hmm. and just get the um, as much as they can from that um, perspective. But I guess they're just doing stuff differently now, I guess, um, okay. in their mindset. So, I mean, more power to them. But I will be watching and seeing what's going to happen with it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. We'll be looking out for that then. Yeah, more to come. Cool. All right. All right, guys, and we'll be back after a message from our sponsor. This segment of Black and Behind the Scenes is brought to you by Isobiff's Candles. Isobiff's Scented Soy Candles are lighting the pathway for empowerment and inspiration with over 12 unique fragrances, such as their best-selling Cocoa Mango. Each candle is hand-poured with love and inscribed with a customized affirmation, such as Melanin Queen and You Are Enough. So order yours today at isobiffsllc.com. That's I S A. B-I-S-L-L-C dot com. And let them know the Black and Behind the Scenes sent you. Now, let's get back to the show. All right, y'all. It's time for the spotlight. Woo! Spotlight. And I have two people that I kind of want to highlight this week. Um, the first person is Erica Green Swayford. She is a writer, producer. Um, she's been a writer, producer on How to Get Away with Murder and The Mentalist. Um, she's a writer on the new uh, NBC drama Reverie. Um, so she recently signed a two-year deal with Universal TV to develop new projects for them. Oh, wow. Um, 
And so she's won an NAACP award for Outstanding Writer um, for How to Get Away with Murder. Mm -hmm. Um, And she started writing in her early 30s. So she did a a, a shift in career. She used to work in um, hotel hospitality. And then she transitioned from there to acquisitions. And then she became a writer. Um, And something interesting that I really, like, resonated with her when I was, like, really researching her and and learning more about Erica Mm -hmm. is that she was speaking about prior to her claiming or calling herself a writer, she would never say, I'm a writer, because she was like, I'm not getting paid to write. Oh, And then one of her friends was like, if you're a writer and that's what you do, then you're a writer. And that just really resonated with me because I think I do the same thing. I'm like, well, I'm not a writer because I don't get paid to write. I'm not a producer because nobody is like paying me to produce their own stuff individually, right? right? But, you know, if you are doing those things, then own that title. Right, absolutely. Live in that title Mm -hmm. and and create and write your own own stuff. And, And it doesn't matter what age, you could do a career shift like Erica did and Absolutely. transition whatever your passion is follow it because you never know where it leads to so here Absolutely. we are have this person who started in hotel hospitality and now has this two-year deal with Universal TV to That's develop new projects very and, inspiring we're going to be there right and so whenever you see it is it's, it's encouraging it's inspiring because whenever you see black women um with these type of roles absolutely then that means there's someone in the room for us right um and not just for black people but for women as well right absolutely and whenever i see a black woman doing things like this such as um uh, you know Issa rays or shonda or right. you know ava duvernay it's just that it's like i'm seeing myself it's like i can do this too you know right. they're doing it i can do it they look just like me you right. know you know, whatever the case may be, it just gives you more inspiration and more push to move forward and do things like that. Especially when you hear that they change and shift careers and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. did things outside the box of what you normally think of how you should have to do something. So right, right. that's always inspiring because, like I said, I left the industry to actually get in the industry. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, well, shout out to Erica. You are an inspiration to us. Uh, speaking of Shonda Rhimes, I wanted to spotlight Scandal. Oh, yeah. After seven seasons, Scandal has come to an end. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm kind of sad to see it go, even though I thought it was kind of getting ridiculous. (laughs) Uh, You know, I am sad to see Olivia, that character, gone and her famous is handled, you know, line that she says in all her episodes. But Scandal was really instrumental in changing the game for network television. It kind of brought back audiences back to network television. Mm -hmm. And Kerry Washington, interesting enough, she was the first African-American woman to lead a um, network network programming in over 40 years. That's mind-blowing. And so, you know, it's created by Shonda Rhimes. It's based off a real-life you know, former press aide secretary, mm-hmm. Judy Smith, right. who's also black. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? She's a co-executive producer on this show. So like I said, it changed the game as far as bringing back people to network television uh-huh. with this, like, interesting plot twist. It had good writing. The people love the characters, the mm-hmm. development of the characters. Um, and then, you know, what it also did really well was um, use social media as a platform Absolutely. to engage audiences Absolutely. and to use like hashtags for Absolutely. like watching people live tweet and all that stuff. So 
you know, Shonda changed the game with they it. They definitely and she did. Use that platform to move on to what she's doing with Netflix, yep. right? So now she's doing big things, and we're, we're excited to see what she's doing next. With, right. Next with Netflix. And whatever Carrie's doing next, um, right. she's super talented, mm-hmm. and um, I'm I'm proud of them. They really did show black women in a different light, a different portrayal. Um, even not just black women, just women. Period. Being you know at the helm of making decision making Absolutely. because you know Melly Grant, which is the character in the show. You know, she's the first president on the show, which we mm-hmm. were kind of hoping. I think they were kind of hoping that it would. <laughs> right, that is <laughs> kind of uh, represent real life, but it yeah. didn't work out that way. Yeah, but no. um, so big out, big shout out to um Shonda and mm-hmm. Carrie. We're sad to see Scandal go, but yeah. you guys changed the game, and um, you just definitely deserve to be highlighted and in in spotlight for Absolutely. the work that you guys did on there, and all of the women directors and writers and. Mm-hmm. Great job. The list goes on and yep. on. They basically opened the door for the wave that's happening now, honestly. Yep. Mm-hmm. And now Sean is about to bust open the door for Netflix and digital content and start a new wave. So, yeah. Like, Black I, like you magic. said. Black girl <laughs> I am waiting to see what, what's next in store. Yeah. So, Exciting. those are our two people that I'm spotlighting for the week. Yay, spotlights. All right, guys. And we'll be back right after this message from our sponsor. Hey, this is British. You're listening to Black and Behind the Scenes. Go check out and download my EP titled Image on Spotify, iTunes, and any other digital platform you may listen to. Here's one of the songs from the EP. Bonfire, blue flames, night waste, burn through the Go check her out on Spotify. She jams. So um, let's get back to the show. Awesome. All right, y'all. It's spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Awesome. First things first, I want to get into Black Lightning. Yes! <laughs> my life! It had its um, season finale a couple of weeks ago. It did. Mm-hmm. 13 episodes. 13 amazing episodes. 13 amazing episodes. <laughs> it was a really good series. Yes, Again, it was. Black Lightning is created by the Akils, Mara Rock, and her husband, yes. Um. As part of the DC comic universe. Mm-hmm. Just to reiterate, we talked about this earlier, but the characters are Jefferson Pierce, um, who plays Black Lightning. Yes. Um, that's mm-hmm. his character name, Jefferson Pierce. Nefessa Williams, she plays um, Anise Pierce, who is Thunder. Mm-hmm. China Ann McClain. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. China yes. Ann McClain plays Jennifer Pierce. She doesn't have a superhero name yet because she hasn't gotten into... She hasn't embraced her role as a superhero. But she's getting there. She's getting she's there. Getting she's there. getting there. So, um, I really like this show. I thought yeah, it was I love it. um it was well written. Absolutely. Um, good character development. Yes. Um, it was shot well. Yes. Um, and the very best thing that I like about the show is that it infused black culture. So yes, like it did. we talked about black issues like um police brutality. Mm-hmm. 
um, drugs in the community, drugs in the community, gangs in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, what else we talked about there? The powers that be affecting our community, <laughs> right? Right. From so, the outside infiltrating, in, you exactly. know. Exactly. So there's like, I don't want to really spoil it for y'all because I want y'all to go. It's streaming currently on Netflix. Yes, go watch season. it. I binge. This is binge worthy, people. Binge worthy. <laughs> I'm telling you, go watch. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's kind of like some situation going on, like the Tuskegee um, experiment. Yes. yes. And they make mention of that, you know. Yes. So, like I said, it infuses black culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's been scenes in which, um, we hear popular black music. We oh, see yeah. them reading um, current black books by black authors. Like right. um, one episode, I saw um, Jefferson, his character reading the Underground Underground Railroad by Colson Whitehead, which I read. That book is really good. Mm-hmm. Y'all should read it. Um, even Jefferson one time had like a Black Panther sweatshirt, yes. and a free lunch mm-hmm. program. Yeah. So it's just like all it this infuses like everything. It's little really dope. that are infused into the show to mm-hmm. let you know that this is a black show. Like yeah. we're talking about black issues. Right. This is a black family. Unapologetic. And like really in your face. Yeah. And it's done tastefully. It's not. It's not overly done. You know. It's not. You know. A little, it's just real. It's really, I love the way they infuse everything in the family itself, the connection that the family has, the base of that. Um, just like you said, the development of the characters and the new, the new people that I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Richard from Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. You didn't, you didn't catch on to that. Richard from Sex in the City plays, what is his name? The, um, uh, Black Lightning's friend. Oh, you're talking about, um, yeah, I know who you're God, talking about. What is his but name? First, I had to figure out who is Richard, but Richard is the one who oh, was with Samantha. Yes. No, 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 yeah. Well, how do you Samantha? forget who no, Richard no, 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 is? No, no, no. Oh my God, I Richard. It, I, I said, it. as soon as I watched this, oh my God, it's Richard. No, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know his character. Um, oh my kids, what? God. So, yeah, okay, so yeah, he's in there. Um, yes. So what else did I want to talk? Okay, so here are my little. Let me go back into great things about Black Panther. Yeah, lightning, <laughs> Black Lightning. I'm sorry, <laughs> Black Lightning. Um, it, it uh, people seem to love it. It's been confirmed for a season two. Yes, it has. I'm um, excited about that. Gammy has a Gammy, yeah. right? And what's the uh, actor's name? Um, James Ramirez. Okay, yeah, Gamey. Yeah, Gamey. Gamey. I don't know how to say Gamby. Gamby. Oh, the character's Gamby. name is Gamby. <laughs> His yeah. name is Gamby, mm-hmm. and he kind of raised uh, Black. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Black Lightning. Okay, so um, Black Lightning has like a ninety-seven percent approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm, um, so you know, good. some critics have said, like the Hollywood Reporter said, is smart, relevant. Full of attitude right. that's all of its own. And mm-hmm. I agree with that absolutely. statement wholeheartedly. My only little, like, pet peeve about it is I absolutely hate those costumes. Like, it's yeah. no disguising it. So, okay, it's so no I was actually disguise. talking about that. I said, okay, so this, okay, now it, it, it's nice. I love the, the show. But I said... Ten years from now, I'm going to look back at this and like, oh my God, those costumes are so cheesy. Like, that is the exactly. cheesiest thing I've ever seen. How are people not figuring out yeah. that Black Lightning is Mr. Is, Pierce? Right. I'm you like, are a tall black man <laughs> with the same Caesar faded cut. And then the, he does this, the phone calls and like, oh, 
this girl. Blah, blah. I'm like, really? I'm really? Like, Distort your voice that much? We've got okay. to get a better costume. We have to get better For costumes. For both Black Lightning bi- and Thunder. Well, well with, with season two, it may be a bigger budget. So they might be able to put more money into costumes. I'm going to get some helmets. Yeah, that too. Because she something. did. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to spoil it. But yeah, there was a comment about that. They do need helmets. Like, yeah. people not shooting him in the head. Okay, so, like, <laughs> listen, and this is another thing. Thunder, in order to use her power, she has to be like, <gasps> and I do it at home now. And I'm like, <laughs> what? It so is you, crazy. You it have is to little... hold your breath yeah. in order to use your yeah, power. Yeah, that's a little. Girl, I was like, how no. long can you hold your breath? Mm. I don't know. But um, that's my only two, like, <laughs> literally, like, eh. I agree. I, I agree. You know, other than that, we love uh, Black Lightning. Like I said, it's um, streaming currently yes. on Netflix, and which is really early. Like, the one thing I like about CW mm-hmm. is because I watch a couple of other shows on there. Um, when that season's, are, when their seasons are over, they put that stuff back up on Netflix immediately. They must have a contract with Netflix. They yeah. have to have something going on. It's, it's up there relatively done, quick. Because I was surprised Black Lightning was up there so quick. Me too. Um, and I, But I was excited about it because I binge watched the whole thing. And yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> go ahead and binge so you can get ready for season two. This is definitely family friendly. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Because my brother and my nephew, they sit down. He's what, 11, 12. They sit down and they watch it every night together. So yeah. it's very family friendly. So it's something that you can watch with the kitties. Watch it. Oh, and they have that um, albino character. Have you ever seen an albino character? No, and I love him. Yeah, no. I love, I mean, no, I hate his character. Don't get me wrong. Freaking hate his character. However, I love the fact that he is an albino man. Yeah. And he's a character. I've never seen that before. Never. So the character is Tobias Well, yes. played by Marvin Jones the third. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that's just another Very little tidbit of why this show is unique, why yeah, we like it. Love and- it. Uh, why it's diverse, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and I love the relationship between Black Lightning and his wife, and that dynamic, and how she's a scientist and helping out her way that she's able to help with the whole process, and it's just really, really cool, guys. It's just in all levels because they have different age ranges mm-hmm. from the um, within the family itself. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool to see. And every, I mean, all the characters are very relatable, in right. my opinion. I love it. Right. All right. So on to the next spoiler alert. On to the next. Dear White People, season two, out on Netflix now. Got ten episodes. Uh, Dear White People is based off the movie with the same name. Yes. Came out back in 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, so, did you see Black uh, Dear White People? Yes, I've watched about four or five episodes now. Okay. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I love it. It's okay. good. It's getting there. Yeah. It's um. It's a lot of the topics that they're talking about are a little touchy in a sense. Um, with some of the characters, I'm seeing more of the development of certain characters. Like I've heard they yes. said they were going to do. Yes. Um, which has been very interesting. One right that I had with the show was that I didn't like the fact that they're taking the same topic and flipping it with different people and kind of repeating the same kind of story. Like what? Because basically what they do is they um, have the same storyline within each character, but they show you from different perspectives of each character. Right. Of that each, particular... Each character gets their own episode. Each, right. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. so we can see their story arc. Yeah. But normally it's just like, a, like last season it was just a one event that unfolded basically and just it had different perspective, perspectives of each character. For, for that, that event. For that event. Got it. Mm-hmm. I see how they're getting away from that a bit. But they're still kind of connecting those dots. So I'm like, I love the fact that they're getting away from that. Because mm-hmm. I didn't really like that in the beginning. Like at all. Yeah, but you know what? I thought season two, um, in which you should, whenever you're creating a season, every um, series, every season should progressively get better. Yeah. And I thought season two was better as far as writing, as far mm-hmm. as character development. Even some of um, the direction of mm-hmm. like um, <clears throat> camera lighting, yeah. I thought was better um in season two and like Antoinette said in season one we talked about one event in season two we're coming off the fallout of that event right and then kind of like each um character how they're coping afterward after that so these students go to a predominantly white institution Mm -hmm. so they're dealing with the social injustices of being black Mm -hmm. on a PWI which I get. I've been there, done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of, yeah, I'm pretty sure a lot of us can relate to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure. So, you know, some of the issues that we're talking about in season two is we're dealing with post-traumatic stress syndrome yeah. from, like, being black in America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> from Reggie's whole incident with a gun being pulled out in, yeah. front of, in his face by the security guard, right? We're talking about biracial and what that means and yeah. Uh, yeah. how do you identify as a biracial person? Can you be woke as a biracial person? And their and, feelings for that and how And how do you them? even, um, I guess, identify with your white parent, right? Right. And being woke, so... A lot of so, that was talked that about. That was very interesting. <laughs> um, there was some of the, like, dark skin, um, light oh, versus definitely. light skin yeah. in there. And, like, how light skin are more preferable over some people mm-hmm. and how that all works. And another interesting thing that I, I, I picked up on it was this, in my mind, this issue about, like, black legacy. And I don't know if if white people have to deal with this or not, but... For black people, we always hear this term, you have to be twice as good to be half as good as them, right? You are twice as hard. You have to work twice as hard to be half as good, right? Right. So, and then whenever, like, you excel, it's kind of like this pressure for you to continue with the excellence and then, like, carry it on with your generations after you and, like, maintaining that Mm -hmm. and, like... I know you've heard this before. Like, if you acting up, somebody be like, your ancestors didn't, yeah. your ancestors yeah. didn't march for you to be out here acting like that, right? right? So, right. like, I feel like we're the only type of people who put that much pressure on us to, like, perform at a higher level, you know? And, and I don't know. It's tricky. They kind of touched on that a little bit. They did. And and I feel you with that because my thing with, with that whole notion is that I hate the fact that I feel like we as black people are not allowed to make mistakes. Right. And that is allowed to happen in life. It's like we're the only race that's not allowed to mess up. Like right. if you mess up, it's the end of the world, girl. Right. You're going to lose your job. They're going to kick you. Like really? Like no. Right. It's Life is about making mistakes but then learning from that and growing from that and moving forward because other people are allowed to do that as well. Right. So be, me being a creative and coming into certain spaces, that that's something that I had to learn to accept right. and not have that hold me back. Because if I did, then you, you just, it will drive you crazy. It right. really will. Because that's kind of like the whole story arc of, um, oh my gosh, I cannot think of his name. Light Skin Bandit. The one. His, one? His father is. <laughs> his father is the dean. His yeah, father is the dean. Yeah. <laughs> light Skin Bandit. I'm calling him Light Skin Bandit. 
that's his kind of uh, whole story arc of him like trying yeah, to keep true. up this legacy of his parents, um, of his father, and they had that whole scene where like the black, <laughs> the black alumni was like all in the dark dark talking to him when he was messing up and it was like oh yeah you gotta keep this up <laughs> i don't know why you out here messing around but you ain't got the time to be messing around troy fairbanks troy played fairbanks. by brandon bell yes yeah. troy fairbanks mm-hmm. that's kind of his story yeah, that arc. is his story arc. yeah, yeah mm-hmm. definitely his father and it's so funny like the the when his father was talking to the other character um reggie reggie um, and they were having a conversation. It kind of got to show the two sides of the Dean. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't think the Dean was that down. You know what I'm saying? I really didn't think he was that aware that he was who he is. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's only because of the school that he's at and right. where he's teaching. And, right. you know, sometimes that stuff, you can get other cultures and, you know, <laughs> to infiltrate who the essence of who you are. But no, but that's what we have to do. Like, we have to put these two faces on, right? We can't. Yeah. Put, we can't put our down face on at yeah. the predominantly white institution, right. institution, and still think that we're gonna progress in our career. We would like to be able to be ourselves yeah. all the time, everywhere mm-hmm. we go, but we know that we can't. Yeah. Um. So that kind of showed Cold again. Switching. Yes. Yeah. That mm-hmm. kind of showed again that duality of who we have to be black in America, right? Right. So, like I said, season two was pretty good. I really liked it. Like I said, it leveled up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really sure where they're going. Oh, dang, you haven't seen it. Yet. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it. So I will finish, and then we'll next episode. But we'll... why well, you? They've already introduced the secret society stuff and all that. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I'm so, still trying to follow that. Yeah, I'm, just like, I'm not uh... sure where that's going. It seems a little offbeat and kind of like. Um, like uh disorganized but yeah i'm not following that we'll see how that that all comes together yeah i'll see we'll see i guess whatever i'm not following that right now i'm looking at episode five or six so if you guys are lost too don't feel bad (laughs) (laughs) no 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 so um we love all the actors and actresses Mm -hmm. Uh, absolutely I, i think logan um who plays sam and antoinette who plays coco and ashley mm-hmm. who plays joelle are all gorgeous love every last single one of the melanin skin yes just absolutely beautiful yes and um i know i think troy played fairbanks is cute but i really like mark richardson and red who plays reggie and his yeah. whole, I okay. do, it's something about him that makes me like really empathetic and want to like be like, oh, the baby, oh, because it's post traumatic stress this syndrome. Post traumatic stress. <laughs> oh my goodness. Let me give you my Yana Van Zant bosom for you to cry on. Oh boo. my goodness, big ass. <laughs> but I think he's kind of cute. You know who he looks like to who? me? Radio Raheem. You think Radio Raheem looks good? No. Okay. Well. <laughs> So you, so you tried to play me right now. <laughs> I'm just curious. I have to know this. Like, what? A moderate. A moderate. Okay. I, he kind of okay. favors him. Okay. I like him. I like him for some reason. You know who he's with? He's with um Tiffany Boone, who plays Jerrica on The Shy. That's his lady. Really? Mm-hmm. Nice. I did some Instagram stalking. Okay. Yeah, clearly. All right, girl. <laughs> with you. <laughs> He's cute. Anyway. Okay. How old is he? He's like 32, girl. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. That, uh, that puts things in Mark, perspective. Okay. If you're listening, shawty swing my way. <laughs> shoot your shot. <laughs> shoot your shot. Okay, speaking of shoot your shot, I saw this uh, post about this girl 
who DM Michael B. Jordan. She did. Oh, see? she DM Michael B. Yeah. Jordan. And I don't know why I didn't think with of her. Yeah, she. Yeah, he did. And took a picture with her. He and did. when I seen that, I said, you know what? I'm shooting my shot. What did every you... time? I did not shoot my shot at him because I was like, Dad, somebody already beat me to the punch on that one. But Mark, boo, you listening? <laughs> Holla at your guala. Thank you. <laughs> I'm mad. I'm out here shooting shots, baby. I not. I know you got a lady, but just in case that, you know. So wrong. I know. So, so I know. Wrong. When that's done, if, you, if, if that ever ends. Oh, my goodness. Holler at me, okay? All right. All right. <laughs> on that note, we got to wrap that one up. Yeah. Okay, so oh. let's talk about the next one. The next is Red Table Talks. Red Table Talks. Oh, um, my goodness. Really cute. Really cute. With Jada Pinkett Smith. Yes, Willow Jada. Willow Smith. Um, her daughter, her mother, Adrian Banfield mm-hmm. Jones. Um, so it's just them talking about life. So, do you remember five years ago they were supposed to do this show? Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that it didn't happen. And the reason why I'm glad it didn't happen for two reasons. One is because Willow is now older. Right. So they can have adult conversations with Willow. Right. And she can participate without feeling uncomfortable. Because right. I feel that they would have had those conversations with her and we would have been cringing. Because <laughs> I think Will and Jay was still there... The way they, their vibes, just that there's no holds bar. They're going to talk about whatever they oh, want. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I just get that vibe from them. So I'm glad that the, this show waited. I'm also glad because I don't see this on a long format. Like, this is about 20 minutes. I agree. That was one of the things I was going to say. I think this type of programming has a perfect timeline for the Absolutely. format that it Everything is. happens for minutes, a reason. Yep. Boom. That's all we need yep. from them. Mm-hmm. It was insightful. Yes. We got all the feels. Uh-huh. And Straight to the point. Yep. yep. Great conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think conversation 20 minutes, 30 minutes, good. Got to the point. Done. It's perfect. a wrap. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the um, live stream? I did not. I did not. Okay. Did you? It was actually really good. Really? What they did is basically they took the questions that were posted for the actual uh, series, Mm -hmm. and they read, you know, answer questions. It was uh, the ex-wife, forgot her name. Cherie. Cherie. um, Cherie. Jeez. I can't. Cherie Fletcher. Fletcher. And then Jada. It was just them two having a conversation and replying to questions. Mm -hmm. I thought it was really dope because... This is something new, I guess, this blended family thing that's going on that they were talking about and people had more questions about it, how they should, you know, have their families blended Mm -hmm, or the questions mm -hmm. that they had about issues that they have. So it was really cool. They took a couple live um, questions, but I thought it was really dope. I really liked it a lot. And um, me, but one thing I want to say about it is that it's nice that the women got together and kind of like, you know, hashed it out, but I want men to get together and if it's like a blended family situation and them hash it out. Mm. Let's see if that will ever happen. Because it's like, oh, women, we're supposed to rise above and we're supposed to get along and be the better, you know. Why can't men do the same? Interesting. But that's just me. Yeah, okay. I I feel juice. Mm -hmm. I feel juice. But, you know, Red Table Talk is good. It is a really good show. Each episode, they're going to talk about something different. Yes. I know they have, like, Gabrielle Union Mm -hmm. coming up and some other people that will be on... I guess guest yes on this show. I um, know the one they just recorded from on Monday was about loss, and Jada opens up about Tupac and her feelings towards that. Okay, so cool. I'm she's never talked about it, so I'm really interested in finding out her perspective on their relationship and what happened. Yeah, so I can't wait because we home know and watch that she it. was not happy with that all eyes on me. She was nobody not. was happy. Nope. Oh, that was so awful. They could have left that. Could, at yeah, the back no, door. they could have left it because that was horrible. Awful. 
I'm glad I didn't spend my money to go to a theater. That's it. Did you spend your money and go? Absolutely you did. not. I did oh, not. Oh, you didn't? I did not. Oh, surprise. I, I, I know, right? Surprise. Yeah. I let that thing come straight to HBO. Okay. <laughs> All right now. Me too. I, I was like, no, nah, I'm waiting for that I one. I did not. But you know I go out and support. But you that do. one, I was just like, mm, nah. Okay. Well, yeah, no, that wasn't. Yeah, no, don't do that. Don't yeah. even waste your time watching it, guys. It's, it's just horrible. Yeah, so check out Red Table Talks. Yes. It's um, on Facebook. It is. Go to Red Ta- Table Talk on your Facebook search. Follow mm-hmm. them. And then follow you'll them. get to see the episodes whenever they air. They air uh-huh. on Mondays, right? On Mondays. I, you know, it's a little confusing only because they do Monday shows and they live, they do either, it's, a, it's a, either a live on Mondays or a show on Mondays or it's a live on Wednesdays and a show on Wednesdays. So okay. I have to figure out their, their schedule. Okay. And I'll get back to you guys on that one. All but right. Yeah. Well, check them out on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then last thing for spoiler alert, um, is BET's In Contempt. Uh-huh. Um, In Contempt is a new series. They're about five or six episodes in. Um, it's about a group of lawyers who work in a legal aid office. So, um, supposedly this is happening in New York, but the show does not feel like New York. Um, no, not at that's all. That's not good. It's created by Terry Cope, which is a white lady. Um, she is a she was a legal aid, um, but now she's a writer again. Follow y'all's dreams. It's okay to switch careers, but <laughs> Terry Cope, Terry Cope. Uh, created I'm gonna in contempt. She's been a producer on Rebel. Um, and then like, how well did that do? <laughs> Y'all, that's when that is shady. She's been a producer on Rebel. Um, and then a couple of Law and Orders. So, um, this is her show. Okay. I saw an article where she put that the okay. So the show is about lawyers legal aid office and then them, you know, working their cases and da 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 and then their personal whatever whatever. That follows the main character, Gwen Sullivan, who play who um is played by Erica Ash. Um Erica Ash is um she played Kevin Hart's wife on the Real Housewives of Hus Real House Real, Real Husband Housewives. Whatever that show was, the real no husband, house. Hollywood husbands, whatever. whatever. And uh, <laughs> and then she played Mary Charles on Survivor's Remorse. That was on um, Survivor's mm. Remorse on Showtime. Stars. Stars, yeah, it was on Stars. Stars. It's been canceled, but um, good show, great show. Erica Ash plays Gwen Sullivan. She's a main character. She's opinionated. She's quote unquote rebellious. Um, and Terry is quoted as saying that. You know, she created this character and, and some of the dialogue that Gwen says in the shows is stuff that she wanted to say when she was um, a legal aid lawyer, but she just didn't. So she's using this black woman as her mouthpiece. <laughs> <laughs> I know you want to say something silly. <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm speechless. Okay. So <laughs> I, I, I have no words for that. <laughs> um, To be honest with y'all. Okay, so let me tell y'all wow. some other actors <laughs> actors in here. Richard Lawson, which is y'all oh, know yeah. that's um, you know who Lawson is. That's Tina Knowles boo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know who that is. And he's been a veteran. He's been an actor mm-hmm. in this game for a long Very time. Very long time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then y'all's favorite light skin uh, <laughs> Casanova, Christian Keys, who's been on all of y'all's favorite straight to DVD black movies. 
Ooh. Do you know what I'm talking shade. about? No, that oh, ain't no, no that, shade. That is. That is no Girl, shade. Girl, all your favorite straight to DVD movies. It's the truth. Oh, okay. This Let is me, the first ooh, time on. I've seen him in something major. Say, what's his name again? <laughs> Christian Keys. Okay. Yeah. Very handsome dude. Uh, But he plays another lawyer, Charlie Riggs, and kind of like. I don't uh, know him. Exactly, because you know why? Mm-mm. Straight to DVD. Okay. And that ain't no Tino shade. It really ain't. That is shade. <laughs> Girl, that's shade. I'm letting you know right now. That's shade. Yeah, I is. promise you it's not. Oh, yeah. I see what you're talking about. Yeah, it is. He's yeah, working. To DVD. He's, He's working. working. I mean, hey, get yours. But He's um, Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, no. However you ever get that. You got to get there to get to BET. So, hey. Okay. So, he plays kind of like a love interest, another lawyer. I, I, to be honest with y'all, like I said, this is about five episodes in. How do you feel? Okay. I don't know there if it's go. worth me. <laughs> I don't know if it's worth me adding it to my rotation of stuff to watch. Um. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, it I, just feels forced. It doesn't feel genuine. I don't connect with Gwen, who's the main character. Wonder why at all. Um, like I said, it doesn't feel New York. It doesn't feel gritty. In fact, I thought it was like in a southern area like Atlanta or something like that because they have this character who's Gwen's um roommate and another lawyer who's this white girl with this really thick southern accent. Um, and it just doesn't Oh Lord. I don't know. I mean It sounds like a bomb. That's what it sounds like. Y'all tell me, okay, creative proof. If you watch or you are watching in contempt, let me know how you feel. Right now I'm kinda I'm I'm iffy about it. Um, like I said, I don't know if I'll continue watching it. You know, my thing is to give it three episodes. Mm-hmm. I've given it three. I don't see it's going anywhere. Um But I want I like Erica. And I want her to continue working. I think she's funny. Uh, but it's something about this that I'm not really resonating with. So, we'll see. Yeah. I'd rather y'all bring back um the camp, the show with the campus. Oh, um, yeah. Um, why is everything escaping my mind today? I don't know. It's escaping mine, too. We, we sure talked about that. We sure episode. did. The Greek, the... Y'all, y'all know what we're <laughs> oh, talking shit. about. This is uh, come on now. Ooh. <laughs> oh Lord. And Rebel. Bring back that show and Rebel. Mm-hmm. I've got to figure out the name of this show because it's going to mess me up. What is the name of the show that we were talking about with the black people on the I'm campus? Not, the quad. The quad. Yes, the quad. <laughs> the quad. I need Jesus to be some caffeine today. <laughs> the quad. I'd rather y'all bring back the quad than yeah. for me to continue watching In Contempt. But that's just my opinion. Um, this is just, I feel it's another one of BT production where they're going to throw it against the wall, see what happens, and nothing's going to happen, and they're going to throw it away. Well, we'll see. Um, we'll see what else my thoughts. Terry and her crew comes yeah. up with for the rest of the season. Um, I did see some interesting um, sources. I, I need to confirm that, that like um, some of the writers... <laughs> I need to confirm this. I will be like 50 Cent or Ray J. I'm pretty sure this is not true. Um, but I did see that one episode was called... The writers on what? The show. Because, okay... In the... contempt? Okay, listen. This see, this is... No, no, this no, 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 no. Because let me tell you. What? Not in, in addition to them um, 
they're lawyers, right? But okay. they, they're adding this, like, big... Hip-hop characters? No, no. They're adding this, like, big Black Lives Matter component to it yeah. because, let me tell you, one of the characters on there is writing a book or is something is a professor, and so he's um, shadowing the lawyers for research for his book about, you know, Black Lives Matter, okay. police brutality... Don't quote me on those. Confir- uh, I need to confirm it. But I do know that Irv Gotti, who has created programming before for BET. He has. Um, he is supposedly going to direct a couple of episodes, which that's not far from. How was the directing of the episode so far? See, stop. I mean, it's, okay. I mean, it's been, that's on, it. it's you been know. on point of how the other episode. It, it wasn't like trash. I mean, it was like the rest of them. You know what I'm saying? Like. It fell in line it with memorable. their format. Okay. The show itself is not memorable. Okay. Anyway. So, long story short, BT do better. <laughs> Y'all check out In Contempt. <laughs> let me know. I don't know if I'm going to continue watching it, but if I do, I'll let y'all know um, if I do when the season ends and how it all wraps up. Maybe it's going to come together nicely at the end. I doubt it. Okay. Okay. All right, guys. Oh, so next up, this is our last uh, segment of the evening. Um, Gabrielle Union, um, mm-hmm. new movie, Breaking In, is out now. Yep. So go see it. It's in theaters everywhere. Yep, I saw it yesterday. You did. So what do you think? I'm going to go see it so we can review it next time. But is it worth to go watch? Uh, Shit. No, I th- it's worth going to watch because, you know, it's black support Will Packer. He brings you a lot of your favorite movies mm-hmm. for real. Will Packer Productions. And I think for this to I mean, I think it was shot nicely. Um, the direction was done nicely. The characters were okay. Um Does it seem like a, a quick like script or production or anything like that? Cause it's like a Yes, because like don't go in here thinking that you're going to like really come in here and learn about characters. There's little to no character development at mm. all. Um, it's an action show. I mean, film, suspense, drama, whatever you want to call it, and it's it could be infused with any white actress, right? Any white family. It just happens to be black. Don't think that you're gonna go in here and find some black culture, or they're gonna say some funny black witty puns or anything like that. I mean, they don't say mama; they say mom in this movie. So, I mean. Huh. Is is I guess he's trying to appeal to more universal crowd. That's, right. That must be the the way that he's trying yeah. to go. Yeah, and it was okay. definitely some white people in there. I mean, so it's just like um, it kind of reminds me of that movie with Jodie Foster, The Panic Room. Oh, loved it. So think okay. of it. Think of that like that, but with just some black people, okay. and that's cool. Right. I mean, yeah, because we want black okay. people to to work. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I am all for black people working. You want black people working, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. So Gabrielle Union breaking in, um, is really cute. I mean, I take that back. Go see it. <laughs> all right, in theaters now, people. In theaters now. I won't get into my movie experience because that would be like a rant. Black people. Black people. Oh. We have got to do better about our movie going experience. Like, y'all are not the only people in the movie theater, okay? And do not bring your child, your toddler, your baby to the movies. I agree. Just leave him at the house. Get a babysitter. Girl. Oof. Okay. 
<laughs> well, I'm going to go cop my ticket and go see it this weekend or it's before we tape again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But definitely, I'll definitely go check it out and give you guys my thoughts and opinion on it. But, okay. um... And that wraps the show, guys. So don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Um, my Instagram is at Antoinette Taupe, Taupe like the color, T-A-U-P-E, um, on Instagram and Facebook. And I am at Brittany Khan, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y-C-O-N. But you can follow us both mm-hmm. at Black and Behind the Scenes. Yes, on um, Facebook, Instagram, and subscribe to our SoundCloud at Black and Behind the Scenes, guys. Yep. And until next time, I'm Antoinette. And I'm Brittany. Thank you for listening. Yay.